Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include companies scaling and how about dumb rates. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Candor Technology. Home of the One Touch Underwrite, supporting lenders from point of sale to post close QC to reduce repurchase risk, increase underwriter productivity by 400%, and decrease turn times by 10. Robert K. writes, My mom always said, work until your bank account looks like a phone number. Well, I did it. Available balance, $911. <laughs> Numbers certainly tell the story with vendors and lenders. Owners of vendors and third-party providers are looking at middle layers of management, cutting back, certainly cutting salaries, or ridding themselves of unproductive salespeople. Lenders continue to cut staff, Wells Fargo being the latest example or furlough employees for a portion of their work weeks and implement salary cuts. Meanwhile, managers report that end-of-year reviews are resulting in employees asking for raises due to inflation. On a larger scale, mergers and acquisitions continue. The latest to cross that tape is that Guild Mortgage is excited to announce the acquisition of Atlanta. Have you ever heard of co-issue? Wonder what a co-issue transaction is? It's a tri-party transaction between the seller, the buyer of the loan itself, and a separate buyer for the mortgage servicing rights. The loan originator sells and transfers the servicing rights to a strategically chosen investor and at the same time sells the loan itself to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and sometimes Ginnie Mae. The originator of the loan, therefore, receives a double payment for both the servicing rights being transferred and the loan itself being obtained by one of the government entities. Co-issue is a transaction strategy that has been in place for quite some time. However, over the last few years, the agencies have spent a great amount of time investing in this execution, and it's become considerably more efficient and attractive as a means of selling a loan. It can seem like a daunting process, considering one must be specially approved by either Fannie, Freddie, or in some cases Jenny Mae, which can be more tedious. Your internal MSR strategy will provide a big impact on how you leverage co-issue transactions. Factors like cash flow, market movements, MSR pricing, current portfolio size, and more will all play into your overall decision to retain or release the mortgage servicing right asset to a co-issued buyer. For example, a rising rate environment coupled with margin compression could result in lower originations and refinances for sellers. In this case, sellers may want to perform strictly co-issued transactions and release the servicing to receive the needed cash. Other examples, like when mortgage rates are nearing their lows, like in 2021, sellers may decide to retain the MSR asset in the portfolio with expectations that the MSR asset will increase in value as rates tick back up. Finding co-issue buyers that have a strong reputation and leverage automation will improve your efficiency and borrower experience. Some of the expectations of the Federal Reserve continuing to raise short-term rates without stopping or coming out of the market. The rally in the bond markets that took root after Wednesday's dovish speech from Fed Chairman Powell continued yesterday. Powell emphasized in his latest remarks that the Fed's policy tools are better designed for working on core inflation, and we saw yesterday the core PCE price index, which excludes food and energy, increase 0.2% month over month and 6% year over year versus 6.3% in September. The improvement in the inflation readings has been welcome particularly the core PCE price index given it's the Fed's preferred measure. 
Separately, the manufacturing economy contracted in November after expanding for 29 consecutive months, according to the ISM Manufacturing Survey. Inflation data continues to garner the most attention, but this morning's payrolls numbers certainly are important. The November payrolls report is the highlight of today's economic calendar, and headline non-farm payrolls expected in at 200,000 were up 263,000, a strong beat with a higher October revision. And hourly earnings are up 0.6%, stronger than expected, and up 5.1% year-over-year. Without any other scheduled market-moving economic data today, we do have remarks from two Fed speakers, Richmond's Barkin and Chicago's Evans. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a quarter, and the 10-year yielding 3.59 after closing yesterday at 3.53% after the strong payrolls numbers as the yield curve continues to become less inverted. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Yesterday, I saw a midget climbing down a prison wall. I thought, well, that's a little condescending. <laughs> Thanks again to Candor Technology, home of the one-touch underwrite, supporting lenders from point-of-sale to post-close QC to reduce repurchase risk, increase underwriter productivity by 400%, and decrease turn times by 10 about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.